0: It's time now for Empowered Family Talk with Francina Hallrus. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Hallris, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Hallris is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, at Amazon and at better bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose,
1: The Power in Knowing Who You Are, by Francina Hallruss. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Good morning. It's family time and welcome back, listeners. Listeners, our new leadership learning series continues, quote, a life in transition, unquote. On our pathway forward. And today's focus, listeners, is the transition from action to reaction. Now, listeners, last week we talked about our words and our actions, and for every action, we know there's a reaction. And we have a very special rendering today from our minister colleague, Reverend Greg, over at the United Kingdom. Baptist minister and his focus is on the kingdom of God agenda listeners he also publishes a great published article on the living word and let's revisit his writing it reads as such understanding the difference between reacting and responding to God God is always listening and he's always speaking listeners This is the record of the Bible from the beginning times through Abraham, Moses, David, and the psalmist, the prophets, the good news of Jesus, and the kingdom of God, and then following his resurrection, listeners, the Holy Spirit, the teacher, and encourager given to all believers. God is always speaking, listeners. However, we are not always listening, listeners. Bible is also a record listeners of man's difficulty. Times real hardcore obstinacy in hearing and responding and reacting. Listeners, there were particular times when God's word to encourage realignment to him And people's failure to hear was a sharp and tragic contrast. God's word, listeners, was brought by anointed and courageous people called prophets who were set apart to speak for God. Now, listeners, oftentimes these were members of the courts like Isaiah and Jeremiah, but sometimes outsiders like Hosea. And Amos, and the most famous, quote, outsider, unquote, of all was Elijah, listeners. And even Jeremiah's dilemma, listeners. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah lived right at the time that Israel, as the nation of God's priesthood, people set apart to serve him. We're about to lose that security, listeners. And suffer the hardship and utter shame of exile to a pagan land and rule. And listen, Jeremiah saw what was coming if Israel did not change its direction. The meaning of the word, quote, repent, unquote. He is often characterized as the prophet of gloom and doom, listen, Prophet Jeremiah. But mainly because he was called to be the person of, quote, final warnings, unquote, they went unheeded. Now, listeners, Jeremiah's true word was so unheeded and rejected and his life so threatened that he poured his feelings both to God and to the court. And it says, quote, nevertheless, listen to what I have to say in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people, unquote. Jeremiah 28, 7, listeners. Now, listeners, this wasn't just about Jeremiah's feeling rejected, although he did, but it was about God's life-saving word being rejected. Now, listeners, of course, there were others at the court. Hananiah is named Jeremiah 28, 5 as one who claimed to be speaking for God also, listeners, while telling everyone what they wanted to hear. Now, listeners, it was the old, old problem. God saying one thing and sinful man asserting something else. Read Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 14 and 8, 11 and Ezekiel 13, 10 and 16, listeners. Now, let's not take, listeners, Jesus warned of conflict to do with his coming. Let's notate Jesus warned of conflict to do with his coming. And we'll take a break and be right back.
0: Thank you for listening to Empower Family with Francina Horace. With your donations, we are able to bring you God's word. You can go to www.coachtapefoundation.com and press donate. That's www.coachtapefoundation.com T A T E Foundation.com. Don't forget that God is always in your corner.
1: Now, welcome back, listeners. Jesus warned of conflict with his coming. when Jesus came, not just as a prophet, but the complete representation of God, listeners, in human form, he found hearers and gathered a band of men and women who were learning from him. They are called disciples, listeners, and his call to us now is the same thing. Listeners, it is not to be performers of a religion about him, but to work with him as apprentices, growing in the new life he brings us when we receive him into our hearts. Amen. Now, listeners, but this is a call with a risk factor. As he makes it plain following him risk being condemned and shamed from those who were opposed to his values listeners he uses the picture familiar to his hearers of a convicted prisoner being made to carry the beam of their crucifixion quote whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it, unquote. Matthew 10, 38 through 39, listeners. Now, listeners, receiving Jesus into our hearts is how we are born again into a new spiritual life where we, quote, see the kingdom, unquote. Amen. Understand God's rule, and we understand his order of things, listeners. As Jesus explained to the Pharisee scholar Nicodemus, John 3, verse 3, listeners. Now, listeners, for a new life, to be born, There has to be death of the old. Now, in effect, we agreed to let the old selfish life die in order to take up this new, submitted, and spiritually energized life. So we choose to set aside the old life listeners with its ambitions and achievements and identity. That's an essential part of receiving a new life listeners with a different agenda about heaven's priorities, listeners. It's about heaven's priorities, not ours. Amen. And crucially, listeners, it's about gaining a new identity, who we are, quote, in Christ, unquote, Romans 6, verse 11 and 8, verse 1, listeners. Now, when we start to grasp who we are in Jesus, listeners, We don't need to prove ourselves or have some other identity or rank or distinction to feel good about. That's the part that has to be allowed to die, listeners. Now, this doesn't mean, listeners, to say we will be well everywhere we go, we're received. That kind of freedom, listeners, is threatening to those who don't. Have it. Listeners, that kind of allegiance exposes other allegiances which are not submitted to Jesus. The Holy Spirit in us, who comes into our heartlessness, our spirit and our soul, in this new spiritual birth brings to us, listeners, an inner peace. Romans 8. Verse 6, Galatians 5, verse 22, listeners. And that inner peace, listeners, cannot be found anywhere else. It's an inner peace which holds us secure when on the outside we encounter conflict. Now, listeners, we don't look for conflict, but conflict finds us. Peter and John needed this inner peace, listeners, when they were seized by the temple guard, and brought before the high priest and others of the ruling council. These were the same ones, listeners, who had constructed the false case against Jesus. Read Acts chapter 4, verses 1 through 3 and 8 through 12, listeners. Let's notate, listeners, reacting and responding. We're not going to avoid a spiritual conflict, listeners, on this side of heaven. Let me say that again. We are not going to avoid a spiritual conflict on this side of heaven. In the Garden of Eden, the original man, Adam, took an independent action. He had been told not to take, listeners. At that point, listeners, he assigned his legal rights to the devil, whose deception he had succumbed to. And that's what we live in, listeners. The ongoing conflict between good and evil, light and truth, and darkness and confusion. Now, listeners, how we handle it is what governs the outcome of it. Let's say that again. How we react in our hamlet is what governs the outcome, listeners. Do we hand handshake even more legal rights? Or do we assert a different lordship and take them away from Satan in the authority of the one we now belong to, listeners? Listeners, a common source of conflict is about rules. R-U-L-E-S. A common source of conflict is about rules. Now, listeners, what rules regulate us? Church life can be full of rules, listeners. Mostly unwritten rules. Amen.
0: You've been listening to Empowered Family Talk with your hostess Francina Haldras. Be sure and join us next week and every week at this time for the program that brings you practical answers to the questions of the 21st century. For Empowered Family Talk, I'm Jack Bishop.
1: Freedom and new identity doesn't follow the old rules, listeners. And there's a part of us, or a part of our church expectations, that thinks it should. That was a major source of difficulty in the early church, listeners, and we see it in the letters to the churches, especially Galatians and the Jerusalem Council debate. In Galatians one eight and five one through six and Acts fifteen one through six, listeners, in the new life, listeners, let's note take in the new life in Jesus, the quote rules unquote have changed. They have become a different heart, motivated by God's spirit, to think and act as He would like, listeners but we try to make this into a tick box exercise. The human desire is for something that can be boiled down to our level, defined and repeated. It's like a recipe, he writes. We generally feel more secure with a recipe we can follow. It feels risky to have an intuitive or spiritually directed sense of ingredients and methods, Listeners, but Jesus knew that the disciples would find the worst conflicts, listeners, amongst other Jews like himself. Even the ones that believed in Jesus, listeners, as their Messiah, they were still at times rule-bound, R-U-L-E-bound. So, listeners, when God is speaking, and we are both hearing and sharing today's fresh bread, The trap is the religious spirit that wants to fit it into man-made rules, listeners. That's where the arguments come from and the sin that hands Satan so much ammunition, listeners. Now, many different people who hear God speak prophetic words have heard him say over the past couple of years, especially listeners, quote, I am doing a new thing. EW, listeners, a new thing, unquote, Isaiah forty three eighteen through 19, listeners, we can respond positively by asking him what it is or react less positively, listeners, perhaps fearful of losing control at a time of precarious finances by saying, quote, not under my watch, unquote. Now, listeners, in this sense of being bound by a religious framework and rules which says to us, listeners, we are not free to explore in different ways or to consider what God might be showing us, listeners, about this new thing he is doing. Perhaps our focus in buildings and formality isn't what connects with today's people, listeners. (laughs) We live in an informal age today. TV presenters often don't wear ties. By contrast, the Victorian Edwardian aged love formality and grandeur. Listeners' highly front-led, non-participative worship styles and its ornate buildings with their symbolism and its richly textured, ordered music were products of that time. Listeners, the gospel hasn't changed one iota, but the people who may hear it have changed a great deal. Now, people buy clothes, gadgets, and furnishings to be up-to-date, listeners. If we were a retailer stocking museum pieces, we might find some museum interest but not sales. Let's notate, listeners, God is always speaking a new word and doing new things. It is always rooted in himself, listeners, and his eternal plan for us. But as we see from salvation history, the way the plan is worked out is being renewed always. Listeners, the question is, will we respond positively? and allow the Holy Spirit to renew us, or will we react against it and try to close down what we find personally threatening? Listeners, your reaction, listeners. One way Paul says is to respond in a spiritual way, listeners. The other is a reaction of the flesh. Romans six verse eleven through fourteen, listeners. He would want us to say, "Don't be bound to what you have done before, listeners, but be free to experience God afresh and in new ways." Quote, because you are not under the law, listeners, but under grace. Unquote. Amen. Romans six. 14 through 15, I'll say that one again, listeners. He would want to say to us today don't be bound, listeners, to what you have done before, but be free to experience God afresh and in new ways. Quote, because you are not under the law, listeners. But under grace, unquote Romans six fourteen through fifteen, Amen.
0: If you'd like to be a guest speaker on a Power Family, give us a call at nine zero four two three four six nine seven zero. That's nine zero four two three four six nine seven zero. Let us help us get your business out to the world.
1: Now, welcome back, listeners. What the Bible says about every action. Has a reaction. Let's notate Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 8. In a battle, there is kind of a quote mob psychology, unquote. If one man breaks and runs because he is fearful, listeners, he is likely to set off a whole scale retreat because everybody else will be frightened by the one who was fearful. So the army is routed and defeated. Because the action of one affects, listeners, the attitude of all. Now, the opposite works too, listeners. The bravery of one can also inspire all. There are both sides of it, listeners. We must come to understand that in every situation, listeners, we have a responsibility to the whole. W-H-O-L-E. We do not stand alone, listeners. There is individual responsibility, first, to be obedient to God, and second, to be faithful and loyal to the whole, W-H-O-L-E. Now, listeners, if we go off and do something on our own, then we will bear the burden of our sin. But it is not going to end there, listeners. Because our sin will affect everybody else unless corrective action occurs. Let's notate every action has a reaction. John Writenbaugh, Ezekiel eight twelve. This is a mind, exceedingly low spiritual level. It does not believe that God is aware of what's going on in this creation. Let's quote: "Because I'm just a small entity here." He surely couldn't be concerned about what's going on in my life. And what I don't and what I do doesn't even matter. So I can sin. unquote. Every action has a reaction. Let's notate, listeners, Ezekiel chapter 8, verse 17. The branch he mentions is probably as Asherah. And Asherah is a tree, listeners or a wooden pole that stood for the fertility goddess. And listeners, it was essentially a phallic symbol. God says that their wickedness was the same as sticking that idol and what they were doing right in his nose, right in his face. Now, listeners, however, we need to understand that they were committing their idolatry in private. In their minds, they thought it did not make any difference. It was not hurting anyone. If nobody could see them doing it, listen, they thought, quote, hey, I'm getting away with the perfect crime. I can have my cake and eat it too. I can go to the temple and look like I'm really somebody in the community. But you see, here in the dark, Nobody sees me bowing down and worshiping these idols, unquote. Now, listeners, does it make any difference? It makes a difference to God. He was offended by what was going on. Now, read the context of the scripture. These people were in captivity, listeners, because of what they were doing. It was a matter of cause and effect. What they sowed earned captivity, listeners. Every action has a reaction. Let's take Matthew 7, verses 16 through 18, listeners. Combining the principle that whatever is sown will also be reaped in Galatians 6, 7 through 8 with the tendency towards increase means that no matter what a person sows, listeners, Unless somebody or something intervenes and interrupts that cycle, more of it will be produced than was sown. Living according to Christian standards, listeners, morals and ethics can be faked for a while. Consider these verses, quote, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. Good tree, listeners, cannot bear bad fruit nor can a bad tree bear good fruit, listeners, unquote. Christian standards and morals and ethics can be faked for a while, listeners. But no matter how guarded a person is, the fruits he or she produces will betray him. The principle Jesus teaches is also present in the Old Testament, listeners, written by Moses in Numbers 32, 23, quote, Be sure your sin will find you out, unquote. Amen. Listeners, bitterness, divisiveness, envy, jealousy, lethargy, and other faults of character will eventually show. Amen. One cannot accurately predict how much fruit, listeners, will be produced because too many variables are involved. However, listeners, because of the principle of increase over what was originally sown, whether it was good or evil, there is every likelihood that more will be produced than was some. Amen. John Rottenbar. Every action, listeners, has a reaction. Amen. In our close today, ask yourselves these questions daily: Are you ready and prepared to lead by example? with your own reactions to others' actions for our next generation? Listeners, what does your own life's reactions to actions look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like and taste like, smell like? And listeners, what does your own life's reactions sense like? Are you paying attention? Amen. A short closing poem for today, listeners, by Emma Werther. And she writes Actions speak loud, actions speak louder than words. In preaching peace on earth and to man goodwill, while having a pistol in your pocket concealed, And building fleets and guns with intent to kill is your deceitful shame revealed. Amen.
0: For joining Francita Hallres on Empowered Family Talk. Tune in next week.